I definitely do. I feel like a lot of my professors feel like stepdads in a weird way yeah. or like uncles, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just like people that actually care about your progression and your career um, that, that put you first as far as your education and don't just like, well, I can't, if you don't understand, I can't help you. They're, they're really hands-on and so I don't know. Yeah, that's how I feel. Hello and welcome to Prince George's Community News. I'm Dale Roden, and on this date in history, November 4th, 2008, Senator Barack Obama of Illinois defeated Senator John McCain of Arizona to become the 44th President of the United States and, of course, the first African-American elected to the White House. The 47-year-old Democrat garnered 365 electoral votes and nearly 53% of the popular vote. And for today in the weather... We can expect a high temperature of 62 degrees under partly cloudy skies. Our low temperature tonight will drop down to about 41 degrees. Sunrise this morning was at 637 and sunset this afternoon will be at 503. Tomorrow we expect a high temperature of 64 degrees and a low of 37 degrees before things cool down a little bit for Wednesday with clear skies and a high temperature of 55 degrees. Here's the latest in your local news. Maryland Senator President Thomas Mike Miller announced that he is stepping down from the position he's held for more than three decades as he continues to battle cancer. The Democrat said in a news conference in the building bearing his name that he will remain in the Senate representing his district of Charles, Calvert, and Prince George's counties. And Miller's likely successor will be Senator Bill Ferguson, who was unanimously nominated by the Senate Democratic Caucus during a meeting. From Bowie, more than 20 years in office, Bowie Mayor Fred Robinson is retiring. And tomorrow, voters will decide what has been the most wide-open and competitive race in the Maryland city for years. The candidates are Lynn Lucci, Dennis Brady, Tim Adams, Emerson Ruth, and Keith Jackson. Please, if you are a Bowie resident, get out and vote. A licensed pest control specialist will be brought into Walker Mill Middle School in Capitol Heights after bed bugs were found in the classroom. A letter from the principal of the Prince George's County Public School was sent to parents informing them of this problem. According to Principal Aaron Cribbs, quote, bed bugs are a nuisance but their bites are not known to spread disease, nor are they considered life-threatening. That letter goes on to say that finding a bed bug does not mean that the entire school is infested. Affected rooms will be cleaned and monitored. And that's the news for today, November 4th, 2019. Stay tuned when you hear from our own Joshua Boykin, and he gets one student's perspective on education in this continuing series. This is Prince George's Community News.
I'm Joshua Boykin, and I'm sitting here with Maud Osei. All right. Maud, what are you currently studying? Um, I'm studying mass comm here. Why are you studying mass communications? Because I want to get into uh, broadcast journalism, multimedia journalism. Um, yeah, I love media. I love talking. <laughs> mm-hmm. And is there a reason why you chose Prince George's Community College over other institutions? Um, well, one, the Center for Forming Arts here is insane. Um, I feel like it's like state-of-the-art, you know, I don't know, it should be world-renowned at this point because it's just, for a community college, I've never seen anything like it. And so to I come, it came here because obviously it's financially wiser, but I also feel like our Center for Forming Arts is more advanced than a lot of four-year um, universities. And do you feel that Going here, do you have a, a lot of opportunities? Yeah, I feel like a lot of my professors do a really good job at presenting opportunities. Um, also, just like you know, sharing those opportunities with us and like laying laying the like the groundwork for us to get those opportunities as well. Mm-hmm. And this is a two year institution, and you know, a lot of people tend to look down on two year colleges as they feel that the experience in the education here is not as good as it would be at a four-year institution like Maryland or Towson. How do you feel about that? Um, I think that's false. I think it's a really bad narrative. Um, Like I said, here at PGCC, we have this state-of-the-art Center for Forming Arts, and if you go to even schools like, you know, no shade, but Towson, Bowie, you know, Morgan, like it's just, it, it doesn't even compare to this, the equipment we have here to prepare students to get into the real world and the real workforce as far as mass comm. That's like my field, so that's what I know. Um, so I think it's, I don't know, I think it's unfair. I think it's an unfair bias. And at the end of the day, we all end up with the same degree, especially if you go to a four year. If we're all, if we're all finishing four years, we end up with the same degree in the same amount of time for the most part. <laughs> yeah. And how do you feel about students or people who don't really feel the need of getting a degree and they try to go straight into the workforce. What do you think about them? Um, I was one of those students and I feel like I'm like biased because I, you know, I I dropped out and I went into my media career and I advanced and I got farther. Um, But I do feel like a degree is necessary because now that I'm in school, I've gotten even farther as far as like multimedia, being a multimedia journalist. And so I don't know. I'm like, I was like, when I, when I first dropped out, I was like, oh, this is, you know, I can do this on my own, and I was doing it on my own, but then I decided, you know what, I probably would get a lot farther faster if I went and coupled a degree with all my experience, and so, yeah, I feel like if, you're, if your field allows it, don't waste the money. I don't know if that's, like, PC, but <laughs> <laughs> um, if you feel like, you know, you, it's never too late to go back. So like, if you feel like you want to take a year off and figure it out, then do that. But if you are in, if you have the ability to be in school and someone pay for it, then like, you know what I mean? Do that too. <laughs> so you mentioned that you dropped out. Why did you choose to drop out? Um, I dropped out because I was actually not studying mass comm. I was studying nursing because mm. my family's African and if you're an African you know your parents are like you got to do something STEM (laughs) and I was not like I'm not a fan of math science any of that so I was doing really poorly and I thought I wasn't I thought I was like academically like I thought I wasn't academically inclined you Mm. know what I mean 
Um, and so when I came back and started studying mass comm, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually really yeah. good at this. <laughs> no, that actually touched on a good point, actually. Yeah. Whereas um, a lot of many kids who probably come from a different background or a different culture, they're often pushed into a lot of STEM fields yeah. or fields like doctoring or nursing because mm -hmm. that is what their parents want them to do. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about people like yourself who were kind of forced into careers or career paths that they didn't necessarily want to do on their own? Um, I always tell people that like at the end of the day, no matter how upset your parents are going to be with you, it's your future. It's your life. Because I do believe that, you know, it set me back a little bit as far as like wasting time and as far as my confidence, thinking that I was, you know, dumb in school because I couldn't get good grades in math and science. Um, when the reality was, it's just you, if you're not good at it, you're just not good at it. And maybe that's not your field. Um, and so it's it's really sad. And but I do feel like, you know, the generation coming up, it's our job to see what our parents did and, you know, try to, you know, encourage the youth and in, and, and in our own children to let them know that they are able to, you know, um, do what they're passionate about and go and study what they're passionate about. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So here's a hypothetical for you. If you had the choice of going to a four-year institution with financial help versus going here, would you have taken it? Uh, like, af like prior to me going here? Or? Yeah, like prior to it. Like if if money wasn't it, if if finances weren't an issue, mm -hmm. would you have done it? So if I have the knowledge that I have now about PGCC, no. Um, but if I d did not, I would. Like most likely, my train of thought would be someone's paying for a university. Let me just go to my four-year university hmm. and just finish off four years there. But knowing about how you know hands-on the teachers are here, I also feel like when you're at a big four-year university, a lot of the teachers aren't as hands-on as they are with you and really breaking things down for you as they are at PGCC. So I don't know, or at different community colleges. But I can only speak for PGCC. I feel hmm. like this community college is a little bit like. We're, we we stand out as far as like how good community colleges can get. And uh, I've talked to other students and they say like one, one of the reasons that, that drew them here to PG Community College is that it's a bit more personable and with a sort of family yeah. atmosphere to it. Mm -hmm. do, do you agree with that? I do. I definitely do. I feel like a lot of my professors feel like stepdads in a weird way yeah. or like uncles you know what I mean mm -hmm. just like people that actually care about your progression and your career um that that put you first as far as your education and don't just like well I can't if you don't understand I can't help you they're they're really hands-on and so I don't know yeah that's how I feel mm -hmm. uh, what are some of the best experiences that you've had here at Prince George Community College um one of my best experiences was that I was able to um, interview a former Redskins player because of my broadcast professor, Mr. Holder. He kind of just like threw me in there and that was like a really awesome experience. And so, yeah, that was like one of my best experiences. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but always oh, a flip side. So what are some of the worst experiences that you've had? parking <laughs> like parking here can get i'm like there's so much parking but it can get really bad at times right it's like five parking lots yeah why is it why is there no space i'm just like for schools that um don't have as much parking as we do i'm like i cannot even imagine but other than that i really haven't had any bad experiences um 
Yeah, just like financial aid <laughs> <Yeah>. and parking. <laughs> yeah, money's always an issue. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, ooh, speaking of fi- financial aid, um, how has your experience with financial aid been here? You know, some people have have it rough with money, mm-hmm. and sometimes certain schools don't give you the help that you need. But what about what about a uh, Pittsburgh Community College? How has it been here for you? Um, it's been pretty good. They're pretty decent about like letting you know what you need to give them, and you know they have like the online services too. So like if you're missing a file or something like that, they'll just like let you know exactly what you're missing. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like yeah, they're they're good as far as like distributing money too. Shout out to financial aid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just to wrap up here, mm-hmm. do you what advice would you give to students who are coming into college or thinking about college but they don't know exactly what they want to do what advice would you give them um i would tell them to explore passions outside of school so the way that i found out that i wanted to get into broadcast journalism was because outside of school i was doing a lot of um you know editing and doing a lot of voice work and you know creating content on like youtube and stuff like that Um, and so if you don't know what you want to do in school, look at the things that you like doing outside of school and see if you can incorporate that into your actual, like your academic career. Um, and yeah, just like also come in undecided. I always tell people come in undecided and get your gen eds done and then declare a major. Cause if you come in and you declare a major and you want to change it, it's really hard. Um, which is something that I had to deal with and you end up having to do like six years in school. (laughs) But, um, yeah, just, if you don't know what you want to do, don't let someone force you come in undecided and figure it out. Cause we're so young. We come into school at what, 17, 18. Right. And we're forced to make this immense life decision. So I always say the longer you can wait to, to feel out what you want to do in your career as, as much as you have the privilege to do it, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, just like try to feel out what your passions are outside of, um, school and then go from there. All right. Thank you very much. For yeah, my pleasure. Yeah. Oh, just in case, can we use it on the podcast? Yes, you may use this on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah.